In other words, don't hack other people's computers. This episode is distributed under the Creative Commons license. Unorthodox Hacking, Episode 5, PHP and vHost. Welcome to Unorthodox Hacking, Episode 5, PHP and vHost. Uh, I'm Joe Kolmansik, a.k.a. Faz. Uh, you can contact me at faz at unorthodoxhacking.com. Uh, this episode has been a little delayed uh, getting released because between being sick and uh, going on vacation... And I've had another website I've had to attend to, so this this UH episode has been put on the back burner until some time freed up. So here it is. Um, in this episode, we will be uh, exploring what you can do with a quick PHP script if you're on a vHost. Uh, a lot of the cable providers and your ISP offer a personal web space, and oftentimes they'll have PHP enabled scripting so you can do some cool little scripting and, and dynamic web pages if they don't have it secured properly uh, there's a lot of a few little tricks that you can use to crawl through the operating system and explore the internals of the operating system or even crawl through other people's uh, websites that are hosted there this could be a big problem if there happens to be like a small e-commerce site on the same vhost that your personal web space is on uh, in which you could maybe crawl through and get credit card numbers or their order processing or maybe get in and change their catalog and change pricing in there so you can get things at a deep discount uh, oftentimes also some smaller software publishers will do electronic delivery of software and they may have a key generator in which after they receive payment it will generate a license key and send it off to you so oftentimes you'll find that on a, uh, a vhost provider and you know it's easy serial number generation so if you happen to try this on your personal web space and it works please contact your isp to secure it uh, because certainly you may not do anything with this however there's a lot of unscrupulous people out there who will certainly take advantage of it and perform maybe some mass credit card theft or web page defacements and even your own personal site may be affected so please contact your provider uh, if you find this to be exploitable on your personal web space or if you happen to have a web server hosted by a provider and it works let them know mitigation of it is fairly straightforward they there are some settings that the provider will have to put in their php.ini file to prohibit some of these activities uh, it's nothing that you can do you know, in your own personal space, but it's really up to the provider to secure this. And they can either go to the PHP website, or there's a lot of resources online that tell you what, you know, some of the best practices for securing uh, PHP and running it in like a safe mode that prevents uh, like shell execution. Uh, also, I've had some complaints about the audio and video quality in previous podcasts. I apologize for that. This is a $0 budget uh, production that is I do it all with whatever equipment I have uh, really have no money to spend on it so the quality is a little low uh, 
so please bear with me as time goes on, quality will increase. Uh, this particular episode, though, I'm using one of the new MacBook Pros with the eyesight capture. And quick little review about the MacBook Pro. I'm not, I haven't really been a Mac fan, uh, more Windows and Linux, but I must say this MacBook, this MacBook with the dual core Intel, it's a pretty nice little system. Uh, you can, I'm running Parallels, and I have both Linux and Windows installed uh, with two gig of RAM in the machine, and a half gig allocated to each one of the virtual instances, and they run very quick. What I don't like about Parallels right now is they don't support DirectX, so you can't really do any gaming or whatnot with the Windows installation, but hopefully they'll work it out in the future. Uh, also, with Boot Camp, you can boot into native Windows XP and have DirectX available. The only thing I don't like about that so far is it has to use your internal hard drive. I haven't found a way yet to have it install and boot from like an external FireWire drive, so I don't have to repartition my internal hard drive, but Hopefully that'll be a feature that'll come later on as well. Uh, but all in all, it's a pretty nice little system. Uh, I think Mac has come a long way. Uh, is it, you know, super secure? No. Uh, you know, over time, things will be exploited. In fact, in a future episode, I have a, a quick little Safari hack that I'll demonstrate uh, that has been patched, but it just goes to show that people are, you know, putting focus on the Mac platform. But all in all, I kind of like it. I haven't had the heat problems that other people have uh, complained about. Uh, so, I mean, all in all, I've liked it, and uh, I wish it was my personal laptop, but it's not. It's for work, but all in all, like I said, I think I like it. A little overpriced, but I think you get, you get a lot for your money, and, you know, hopefully the this product line will mature more, and, and maybe uh, this will be a good bridge for the future so that you're not necessarily tied to a, an operating system, you know, with your hardware, but rather you can run pretty much any operating system that you want on a piece of hardware, and I think that's where the industry really should go. Uh, so without any further ado, uh, we'll get into this episode and show you this quick PHP hack. Okay, we're going to go to a website. Uh, we'll go to mysite.com, which is a fictitious site, and just happens to be the Orthodox hacking site, as you can see here. Uh, and let's say there's an e-com site called e-com store that, we're, that we kind of like. Uh, it's a typical shopping cart thing. Uh, so what we want to do is let's just do an NS lookup of the www.mysite.com and get the IP address. We see it's 192.168.10.2. Uh, we also want to do an NS lookup of www.ecomstore.com and we see that it has the same IP address. So there's a good chance that these are hosted on a virtual host. So first thing we want to do is we, we need to prepare some files for our website on this virtual host or this vhost from our provider. So we'll create a uh, runme.html, which is just a basic generic HTML uh, form, which will run the program called runme.php. And all it's going to do is display a form input box and a submit button. Very basic. Uh, and then we'll also create a runme.php file uh, which is going to use a shell underscore exec uh, facility in, in PHP, which allows you to call commands uh, in the operating system. Uh, so basically it just takes the form data or the text that we input into an input box on a, on a web page and runs it as a command in the operating system. So we upload those to our server and we go to our mysite.com slash runme.html and we'll do a who am I command, just see who we are. 
and we're using nobody, which is probably, it's the web server. So this web server is running as nobody. Let's do an ls, and we see our files in our virtual directory, our, our directory, print working directory, and we see this is where our location is at. So what we'll do now is we'll just explore the operating system. So we were in home Apache 2. Let's just see if there's a home Apache htdocs. Yep, seems to be someone else's website there with an sswc file on pass.txt. So that pass.txt looked interesting. So let's uh, cat the home Apache htdocs pass.txt file. Uh, and we see that there's an admin user account and something that's probably a password. So that's a, you know, could be something interesting. Um, so let's see if we can see the password file in the system, FC password, and there it is. So we have full access to the operating system. So let's just see if we can write files. Let's just echo something to a file in slash temp. Uh, we'll call it hack.txt. We see that it ran the command with no errors. So let's see if it actually wrote the file. So what we'll do is we'll cat the file that we just created in slash temp, and we see our text of hi that we echoed into that file. So we can write things, the files to the operating system. So we're, let's do a little website defacement for this econ site. So we'll just echo this site is owned and we'll pipe it into home Apache htdocs index.html which is the index page for the econ store uh, website. So we'll check it. We'll go to our web browser. We'll load up the econ store and refresh the page and we see that this site is owned. Uh, so there's our text. We, at this point, using uh, just standard PHP commands uh, and a, a web front end, we're able to crawl through the operating system, write files. We could download files. We could do a TFTP and download some tools to the system like Netcat and have it run and launch a, a listener that we can you know, then tell Net to. Uh, we can do web defacements. We can steal other uh, websites' data. Uh, we saw there was a, pa a pass.txt file, which might be a username and password for something that that, that, that site uses. There may be credit card information around there, uh, if it's like an e-com store, whether credit card processing or like PayPal info. Or you can, if their database is hosted there and like they're selling products, you could actually go into the database now and change some of the like product pricing and then go online and place an order and get a discounted price. Uh, also, a lot of the uh, shareware companies or a lot of smaller companies uh, sell their products online with a direct download, and you get a license key. Well, if they're hosted on a virtual host and all their you know file download is up there, they may even have a key generator there, which generates the keys, the license keys for the software, and emails it out, so you can, you know, Trojan that a little bit or download it or whatnot and get license keys. So this is could be very bad for a web host provider and the customers that they're serving. Uh, so once again, if you find that your provider or your web host provider is vulnerable to this, please contact them ASAP to, uh, to fix it up. Uh, there's a couple configuration settings you put in your uh, php.ini file that will prevent most of these from happening and there's a lot of resources on the web on how to do that. Okay that about wraps it up for this episode. Uh, if you want to see some other hacks in the future or have any comments or questions you can email me at faz at unorthodoxhacking.com or you can visit the website at www.unorthodoxhacking.com for past episodes or to see what the new episode is going to be about and when it will be released. 
Until next time, safe hacking.